Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. HousingWire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Wickham. And now, here's our host. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's episode focuses on the newly released Housing Wire March Magazine issue. In this episode, digital media manager Alison Lloyd joins HW Plus managing editor Brenda Knapp to discuss what readers can expect in HousingWire's March Magazine issue, which focuses on the digital revolution in housing and features the 2021 Mortgage and Real Estate Tech 100 winners. But before we listen, here's a brief word on HousingWire's newest podcast. Right now, more than ever, the housing industry has been having honest conversations about how race impacts the home buying process. To heighten the discussion, HousingWire is launching Honest Conversations, a new mini podcast series to examine the state of minority home ownership in America. For eight weeks starting in February, please join HousingWire Daily each Wednesday as we aim to provide listeners with a greater perspective on how race, housing, and wealth intersect and what experts are doing to close the home ownership gap. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Housing Wire's Monday, uh, Monday morning cup of coffee. It's a segment of Housing Wire's daily podcast that examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the Housing Wire newsroom. My name is Alcina Lloyd, and I'm Housing Wire's digital media manager. Today, I'm joined with Housing Wire's HW Plus and magazine managing editor, Brenna Nath. Good morning, Brenna. Good morning. Excited to be here. I have my cup of coffee. I'm ready. All right, I'm so excited to have you here. Listeners, uh, thank you for joining us on Facebook Live once again. Today we'll be discussing some of the hottest topics that came across our news desk this and last week, as well as this week's upcoming Spring Summit and March's Magazine. Before we touch on the summit and the magazine, what stories caught your eyes uh, last week? Last week was a busy week, and I think we're entering an even busier week. As for those who don't know, it's the first day of March, and last week wrapped the I guess the last week of the shortest month of the year, February had 28 days, but it felt like two months when you had it all up. Two big stories that I would say caught my eye last week or has been at least catching my eye for a lot of um, the past year is the forbearance extensions. I know uh, we had Greg McBride on the podcast not too long ago, who also kind of went into depth about these extensions. When does he think they're going to end? It's almost um, 
not necessarily commenting on whether it's a good or bad thing, but it's almost like every few months we're kind of watching the news again. Okay, is, is an extension going to come out? Is it going to come out now type thing? And so they just announced the FHFA. They extended forbearance period for another 18 months um, last week. And so borrowers who have mortgages backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac may be eligible for additional forbearance extensions up to six months. Um, and they also extended forbearance plans with an additional three months beyond their initial 12-month expiration. Um, now the agency with their latest edict, edict is allowing borrowers up to 18 more months. And so there's just a lot of extensions going on in there. Um, there's a lot of, I think, in the industry talks around whether or not they will continue these extensions. And what I would encourage listeners to go check out on our site and for coverage is a lot of people's reasoning on like, what do they think it will to look for or what metrics can they watch for to know when these extensions will end. So not so much focusing on following each extension as it announced as much as, okay, what barometers is it job reports, job losses, numbers like that, that we should be paying attention to. So we can look into when exactly are these extensions going to stop happening. Um, Yeah, there's there's been a lot of conversation around that, whether or not some speculation, whether or not there'll be a foreclosure crisis or whether or not the housing market is strong enough to surpass that even entirely. So I know we have a lot of great articles on the site that discuss uh, what possibly could happen. Yeah, yeah, Um, definitely a coverage that you could check out and probably for quite a few months back because what's crazy is we've been in... Uh, almost this COVID era for over a year now. And so we're getting to the anniversaries of a lot of initial things coming out. Um, the other thing I would touch on would outside of kind of the forbearance servicing world is an HIV plus article. I'd be saddened to not touch about HIV plus a yeah. little bit. Um, the company, so Rocket Company, which everyone knows about Rocket, we had an article come out by a reporter, Matthew Blake, he's our senior real estate reporter, and he's talking about the company's real estate arm, Rocket Homes. They've historically just been like a tiny part of the company's revenue, but now they're looking at, looking at kind of his article, if you dig into it, throwing a considerable amount of weight around real estate and kind of positioning itself as this one-stop shop for home buyers. And according to Mike Cordes, he's the president and CEO of Nexa Mortgage, which is a mortgage brokerage that they're getting pretty aggressive in this department. And Rockets Real Estate Arm is really going to have a lot of firepower behind it and try to become kind of like um, a key player in that market with the end goal being they want to become this one-stop shop because historically they've only averaged like 485,000 unique visitors which is small in the grand scheme of things. Um, But when you're looking at the reasoning behind um, the two reasons, it's that they, um, one is that Rocket not only has a lot of capital, but they also have a lot of information. And the other is they're really throwing its hats behind being an exclusive ring to be a one-stop shop for a home buyer. So that's a pretty big move. I know a lot of people in the industry follow Rocket in the mortgage department. And then we've also been watching their um, wholesale, their brokers a lot. And so now we're also starting to closely follow all the real estate movement that they're making. Yeah, that extra element, I'm sure a lot of people are curious to see how that is going to take off and how well that does. So uh, make sure you guys read that article on the site. It has a lot of information that should be able to help you guys uh, dig a little more deeper into that. Um, Brenna, as we discuss what's going on this week and last week, we have to talk about this week's upcoming Spring Summit. Uh, Can you let our listeners know more about what that will entail and all the exciting and wonderful speakers that are uh, going to be talking to us? I have to give a shout out to Sarah Wheeler, editor-in-chief, and Karen Karras. She is also overseeing our mark. She's a marketing director for how much hard work they put into this summit. We have an amazing lineup 
of speakers, a power-packed agenda. Um, I'm going to selfishly touch on one, <laughs> one kind of session that I personally am moderating, but I also think it's something that's close to Austin's heart and my heart. And um, the summit session that I'm moderating is titled Increasing Lenders' Diversity to Impact Minority Home Ownership. So first, I'm going to plug every Wednesday, we have honest conversations on the podcast with Alcina hosting that she really dives into kind of the why behind minority homeownership and also what can the industry do to grow and really create change in this and what will it take to see a change there. Um, and I'll let her touch on that a little bit too, but the session that I'm moderating, um, has Ty Christensen. She's director of government affairs at CBC mortgage, Brian Woody white, who you've seen on the podcast. He's, um, the chief diversity and inclusion officer at Homebridge. And then we also have Lisa Haynes, who is the CFO and Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer at the Mortgage Bakers Association. Um, Their titles are a little bit longer, shortened a little bit there just for the sake of time. But all three of those are really kind of talking and having, for lack of better words, an honest conversation about the state of minority homeownership in the industry. And they really touch on not only what some of the biggest roadblocks are, but also what they think it's going to take to create impactful change in this. And we had a dry run a few weeks ago and wish I could have just recorded that entire conversation and paste it into the summit because they mm-hmm. had really real genuine conversations about some of the roadblocks that they're facing. And also how do we take this from just a trend and how do we take this from something that people just are talking about in the moment to something that actually goes beyond that and, and turns into action. How do you take words and like people just putting, you know, statements out into actionable steps where a company can create disruptive change in the industry around minority homeownership. So I would highly recommend that. Um, and even also, it really touches on your podcast and what you've been diving into. Yeah. So um, Honest Conversations is exactly kind of what this uh, panel discusses too as well. It was a direct conversation with people in the industry about what can we do to champion minority home ownership? So I speak to a lot of people that have all sorts of amazing ideas, people that suggest that maybe we should, um, for uh, incoming home buyers that might not be financially uh, literate in the sense of home buying, um, manual underwriting, or even more representation um, at the executive level, things like that, that'll help more minorities be able to afford the American dream of home ownership. So I'm really excited. And I'm going to make sure that I check into that panel because that is very exciting to me. So, and for you, uh, for those who are still interested and learning more um, before or after the panel each week on Wednesday, Honest Conversations will have these conversations that'll allow you to learn more about minority homeownership as well. So very excited. So thank you, Brenna. I highly recommend. Yeah. And so, okay. So as we wrap today, we have to discuss this month's magazine. You are our uh, magazine editor and this month's your first month uh, editing the whole magazine. So that's super exciting. So congratulations on that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, The subject will focus on our Tech 100 winners and some few more topics. So can you dive a little deeper on what we can expect as readers this month? This is probably because it's my first issue. I could probably talk for a really long time about it since we are (laughs) live. I'll show for those who are on the podcast and just listening audibly um, I'm holding the magazine up and it has a fun picture of kind of a flywheel. Our graphic designer, Emily designed this really cool cover that kind of encompasses like the zeros and ones of technology, but also into a propelling servo that just shows how 2020, not only was the year of technology, but it really accelerated it propelled disruption. And so the title of the issue is 100 real estate and mortgage companies propelling a digital revolution. I was very particular in that choice of revolution because 2020, a lot of the technology was there, but it created this forced adoption because of COVID that created unheard of type of change in growth when it comes to technology. 
Um, if you go to that issue, Clayton Collins, our CEO and founder of HW Media, wrote the kind of the intro to the feature. It's a pretty long intro, so I would consider it almost a full-length article. And he really dives into the 100 companies that are on the mortgage list. And then there's another 100 companies that are listed for our real estate list and dives into why we chose them into the mortgage and um, acquisition activity that made up 2020. We even touched on the CoreLogic news. Um, along with so many other ones, CoStar kicked off the acquisition races in May with the purchase of 10X. And then he just dives into a long list of acquisitions that we saw <laughs> in 2021. So I'd highly recommend that. And also just say congratulations to the 100 companies. Um, we put a lot of time and thought into this list. And we've also firsthand covered a lot of this news over the last year. So I want to just shout out everybody um, for really creating that disruptive, revolutionary change that we witnessed in 2020 which is crazy. Um, and I also wanted to selfishly, once again, I say selfishly, I think all of this content is so amazing, um, but quickly touch on the feature that I wrote. Um, but I think it also, the, the heart of the feature is companies that are creating disruptive change, that it's impactful. So it's not just companies that are creating technology to create technology, but I focused on companies that are actually creating technology that are helping uh, maybe underserved borrowers or uh, cohorts that aren't commonly being served. And so, for example, there's uh, one company in here called Black Opal, and their whole thing is to give credit cards and help give credit histories to people who move to America, because all of America is based on a credit score system. And you move here and you might have great financial history back in your home country, and then you move here and you have nothing to build off of. And so the heart there is how can we get these people who move into America credit sooner so they can start building wealth or get a credit card or start to start working because we're such a credit-based company or country. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say that's super interesting because I share a similar story. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents weren't born here. So when they came here, they mm -hmm. also faced the same issue of how do you establish credit when you're new to this country? So yeah. that's a very interesting article. Yeah, it's really cool to hear the companies that are redefining like what does innovation mean like are you innovating um to like what's your why behind a lot of these companies so interviewed a company called blockable and their whole thing is trying to create change the entire um kind of affordable housing movement and they're really re-looking at um how can we create affordable homes for different um for people, especially like in areas like Seattle, which is the main market that they took off in. There's a lot of fine print details there. So I'd recommend reading that part of the article um, to so many others. So I'd highly recommend it's hyper-focused on technology because of the Tech 100 list. Also that article that I just mentioned to the Q and A's um, and different type of features in there. So I'd highly recommend just because technology I think is very synonymous with the word mortgage industry right now and highly recommend a lot of those pieces in the magazine. Yes. Okay. So if uh, somebody doesn't have a subscription to the magazine, uh, how can they go ahead and get the magazine today? Yes, I would feel free to reach out to me. My email is bnap at housingwire.com. We'd love to get you signed up for an HW plus membership. You could also reach out to us for a code or read it in the description for this podcast um, and go ahead and get signed up. We have 10 issues of the magazine. We combine October and November and December and January for our, uh, readers. And then you can also read a lot of our features online. So you can get our digital issue right away. If you sign up and join our issue plus community, and you also get access to our spring summit, which we've been talking about. So a lot of our events are exclusively for our HW plus community. So this is for, <laughs> if I had to pick out one week of 2021, that's like an <laughs> HW plus themed week. I would say it would be this week. And there's a lot of great content. The heart behind our HD plus community is to really create a community 
where you can connect with other um, market leaders and people who really have an inside look at the market and share just that wealth and knowledge and also help each other kind of progress and grow, which is the heart of our summit right now. I know I touched specifically on the minority borrower kind of panel that I'm speaking on, but we have a lot more panels around the theme of the entire summit, which is the year round purchase market. So a lot of great content there that you could tap into. So sign up today for HGA plus, and you will get the magazine along with the summit. All right. Well, I'd like to say thank you for joining us today, Brenna. And then for our listeners, thanks for tuning in to another live recording of Monday morning cup of coffee. I hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you here next Monday. And until then, make sure to check out housing wire date. Thank you. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.